You're listening to The Mom Inspired Show, episode 307 with Julia Barbara. Welcome to The Mom Inspired Show. I'm your host, Amber Sandberg, and this show is created to inspire, encourage, and add a little extra fun to your day. Hey, you guys, I'm super excited to have Julia on the show today. You guys are in for a treat because we are going to cover a few different topics. The first one we're going to be talking about is homeschooling. Julia has six kids. And if you've been sitting on the fence with homeschooling, just wondering if traditional school is working for your child or children, this is a great episode to listen to. Also, she talks about just like what she had to figure out. And she's been doing it for such a long time before everything turned into a popular homeschooling environment. She was doing it a long time ago. So I think it's interesting to hear that perspective. Um, you may be already homeschooling and you're feeling that struggle. And I feel like this episode is really encouraging for those of you. If you are struggling in your marriage, Julia is a marriage coach. So I wanted to ask her about things that we could do, uh, tweaks that we can make. And, you know, communication came up as one of those big components that can really make a difference. And so I hope you guys are inspired to kind of just take a look at your marriage and what is not working and what is working and what can you do to start changing the path. You know, you might feel like, ah, it's already been too long going this way. And one thing that Julia was saying is it's never too late. So I hope you guys enjoy this episode. Make sure to share this with your friends. Uh, But for now, let's go to the show. Julia, thank you so much for coming on the show today. Oh, I'm so excited. Thanks for having me. Of course. Okay. So I like to ask an icebreaker to start off the show. And I always love to leave my listeners a little bit inspired. So one thing that I like to ask my guests is what would you like to tell your younger self? And it can be whatever phase of life of your younger self that stands out to you. Oh, what a question. I would tell myself not to worry so much. (laughs) Yeah. People say that. I'm always like, yes, I know. Right. Like it sometimes takes you to be a little bit older to kind of Look yes. back and think, yeah, you didn't need to worry so well, much. Well, the problem is that when we're older, we're, we've we've gone through, exper- we've had experiences and we don't have them yet. Right. So be patient, be patient with yourself. I love it. Yeah. And does anything stand out to you specifically that you're like, oh, I really didn't need to worry about that part of my well, life? Yeah, definitely. I mean, obviously it was with the kids, you know, when, when the kids are all little, they're all little bit, we have six children. They're from right now in our life, they're from eight to 23. But when they were all little, like you worry about who they will become and will you mess them up? <laughs> you know, yes. is it going to be mom's fault that they are the way they are? And so <laughs> all these thoughts are in your head. Yeah. And, you know, if I, again, if I went back and told myself, I'm going to, I'm doing, I would tell myself, you're doing the best you can with what you know, yep. because we haven't learned so much and not to worry, the kids will be fine. I love it. No, yeah. I think that's perfect. All right. So Julia, how about you tell us your whole name, where you live and how many kids you have? Sure. I'm Julia Barbaro. We, uh, my husband, Gino, and I live in St. Augustine, Florida. It's absolutely beautiful here. We moved from New York about five years ago. Best decision we've ever made. <laughs> uh, we do have six children, like I said, age eight to 23. Two of them, one of them graduated already college, one's in college, and four are still being homeschooled. So, you know, it's interesting. This is like the, the most... Uh, free time that I've had in my whole life. Yeah. <laughs> so for, for some reason, I'm just like Amen. able to leave the house. And so it's a new time for me. So it's very exciting. Yeah. So how old are your youngest that you're still homeschooling? Um, so we have a third grader, a sixth grader, ninth and a senior. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yeah. That it's is, super fun. Five yeah. girls. So there's a lot oh, of, wow. Yeah. <laughs> Our son, Michael, he's second. Um, okay. And he is such, oh, I, he's such a gift. He's amazing. Aww. Such a good kid. Yeah. Unbelievable. <laughs> That's great. 
Yeah. It's good that the son that you got that is a that he's a gift. Oh, he's such a mama's boy, but <laughs> oh, he's just so sweet. loving. You know, that is so sweet. it's and the girls are they spoil him. So it's Aww, it's, it's that's super so cute. fun. Yeah. yeah. I, I feel for his wife. I know. <laughs> to have like five <laughs> sisters to come into that. <laughs> but they're good girls. I, yeah. I know what you mean. Like all these yeah. thoughts are always constantly in the yeah. mom's head, right? We're like, right. who are they going to marry? What's life going to be like? <laughs> How is it going to change our dynamics? And sure. this is what we do as moms is that yeah. we worry and we right. think and we think things through. Yeah. I love it. Okay, Julia, how about you share with us how you got to where you are today and then we'll jump into the interview. Sure. Yeah, big story. So um, like I said, I I met my husband when we were young. I was 21. We got married at 23. He was 28. Uh, We met at a restaurant. I worked at a restaurant and he ended up buying that restaurant. So it was very exciting. Him and his family, super Italian, they bought this Italian restaurant. And I just loved the, the the dynamics that they had of working together. And I thought it was so beautiful. The mom would help out, the, you know, when she could. And the father was there cooking with with uh, my husband now. And I loved it. And we worked as a family, you know, all over the years. I had children. I stayed home. I started homeschooling. Um, and it's the, the biggest sacrifice I think moms can make is to just decide that the career is going to wait. And I'm yeah. going to stay home and literally focus on the kids. And there are times during that, you know, during the younger, the young years and especially in the winter time, you're like, what am I doing? Like, right. how am I giving back to society by being home for like three weeks straight, you know? <laughs> and so you do question yourself a lot. And looking back, I realized that the important part was you're, you're forming these little people to be out in the world and they are making a difference in the world. But sometimes you don't realize that for 20 years. Oh, and for sure. so it's that patience that I said that we have to be patient and wait. Sometimes we have to, you know, you plant a seed, you have to wait, you know, you can't just get it tomorrow. So that's, that's a real great life lesson is that to be patient, um, with ourselves and cause we don't know what the future holds, you know? Yeah. Um, but so, so after about 20 years of him at the restaurant business, in the restaurant business, it's a really challenging world. It's just always on holidays. He's working. Christmas oh, yeah. Eve, he's working. It was never ending. And one day he said, Julia, he's like, I, this is just too much. And I would see him. And this is the, the thing with the wives, how we are paying attention to our husbands and seeing them come home. Are they coming home, you know, in a good place and they're happy? Or are they coming home just wiped out and defeated and that feeling? And I saw that for years, but I didn't know what to do. I'm like, well, that's his job. You know, there's nothing I can do about it. And he was, you know, looking into the world of real estate. Um, he had a partner that they were started to buy uh, multifamily apartments. And he's like, what if we move to Florida? And I just do this real estate full time. Now, everyone we knew, everyone we loved, all lived in New York, big family. He is an Italian family. I have an Irish family. So it was big. Wow. <laughs> and, and I thought, and I thought, my gosh, everything was going through my mind. Like, what are you kidding me? No way. And the only thing that I said was, well, of course. Oh. Yeah, let's move. <laughs> I know. <laughs> because, I love that. Like what was in your head was not yes, what you were saying. Got right. It. Because like, aren't we a couple? Aren't we supposed to be working together? Aren't we supposed to be putting each other first? And a lot of times we don't. A lot of times we put like our extended family. Well, what about my sister? Mm, How can I leave her? Yeah. And so it's that moment of what is like, you know, we're talking about values. What are my values? Is my family my like my, my family at home, are they really first as my husband really before my sister and my brother and my cousins, my, you know what I mean? And so these are things that we have to ask ourselves because once we, once we know what our values are, then it's easier to make decisions. Sure. Yeah. And that's why in that moment I couldn't answer properly because of course he needed a change. And I saw that for years. And so we moved, we left everyone. <laughs> we, my, my, 
our oldest was just graduated high school and we came down to Florida. And let me tell you, it was amazing. And it was devastating all at the same time because you leave everybody. Yeah. We didn't know anybody. Everything was new from, you know, doctors to sports. It was all new for us. Everything. Yeah. And even for us, for my husband, and myself, but we were patient. And I, and I think that was another thing. And we had each other and we could talk to each other. And, you know, over the years, my husband and I, our communication wasn't the best. Um, it really started blossoming, I guess, when my husband started life coach school, mm. which was about, I'm going to say about seven, eight years ago. And, uh, you know, he was always, he's such a good guy. He's so, he's so sweet and innocent, but he wasn't a very good listener. Mm. And it took until we had five children and he was going to life coach. And you're a life coach, so you understand this. Yeah. He must have gone through the listening part of it because he came home <laughs> and he sat me on the couch and he just sat there and he asked me like these really deep questions. You I know? love it. Yeah. And then he sat and looked at me and I said, oh my gosh, what, what, what's wrong? What, what? Yeah. You're like, wait, like, what oh, happened? Yeah. yeah. I'm like, what's going on? He's like, oh, I'm just listening. I'm like, oh. You're okay. like, well, this is weird. Yeah. yeah. And so like our relationship also started changing. Oh, yeah. And I think that's important again, because we're supposed to give ourselves time to grow together you know, and we get married and we have all these expectations and it's not what we expected and grow together, learn from each other, you know, forgive each other, all that stuff. But when we moved to Florida, I think that's when really uh, every, everything changed. You know, his, his, uh, real estate, uh, Jake and Gino, it's called his, his company really exploded. They're, they're teaching amazing people how to leave their jobs and do real estate, how to buy multifamily apartments. And from there, I realized because people would come and talk to me when I would go to his events. It's like, well, how do you do it at home? Like, how do you raise a family and be here? And how are your kids here and helping out and they're selling things? And like, what do you, like, how do you yeah, do it all? You right, know? Right. And I'm like, well, I, and I really never thought of it. I'm like, I, you know, and I was a very, very shy person. When I say shy, I could not talk to like more than three people. I was just like, no, you know what I mean? Yeah. My husband's like, well, let's, why don't we give a little talk? I'm like, no way. <laughs> like never in the world would I do something like that. I love and he's it. He's like, but yeah. what if it helps people? Yeah. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, yeah. Then it, then it made you step you know out. What I mean? Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. So yeah. then I did something very unusual as I went, I became a life coach and I learned how to talk to people and I yeah. learned how to mm -hmm. understand where they're coming from and all that. Um, and now here we are. Um, you know, my husband and I have a podcast together. We talk about business and family. Um, I have two kids' books that talk about responsibility. It's the um, it's the Gelato Blast and uh, Cannolis Exploded, and it's just silly characters that they go through you know bad things and they figure out what to do. But one of them's responsible, one's not. You know, and it's just like a conversational starter for our children. So it's just life is when you just you know not worry so much. Life takes you in amazing places if you let it. Yeah, I absolutely love that. And okay, so two two things that I want to touch on. So. I think I'm going to go back to the homeschooling part. So, so many people, you know, are still doing homeschooling mm -hmm. um, or some version of it. It be tutorials and and homeschooling at home, um, even after the pandemic. They sure. maybe they decided I'm going to keep going this mm -hmm. route. Or some people are kind of like, I don't like how the school systems are. I'm right. going to homeschool. And um, so, I wanted to have you on to kind of like give those moms some insights and uh, for the other moms that are on the fence of actually taking the plunge and going after it. And, but I do want to add, you know, after listening to everything you're doing, I could see a lot of people, there's, it could be two camps. It could be mm -hmm. like, wow, she's doing so much. Like I'm right. inspired. Um, 
if she can do it, I can do it. Or right. the other people who are like, oh my gosh, I'm barely hanging on by a thread homeschooling. Sure. Um, I barely can make it to the end of the day. I have no idea how she right. is even doing all this other stuff, which mm-hmm. I wish I could do to have, you know, maybe more fulfilling things outside of the kids. Mm-hmm. Right. So I love for you to touch on, um, we'll start with the homeschooling part for mm-hmm. the people that are kind of like, you know, I don't know if this is something I want to do or stay with it. Maybe they kind of feel defeated. And then I want to talk on the people that feel like they can only homeschool, like they cannot write the books, they can't run the businesses, they can't do life coaching. So yeah, go for it. Yeah, definitely. So I just want to tell you that I this morning, I was dealing with my eight year old, and I have to I have to tell you all the bad with the good, because it's important. And she did not want to learn what we're I mean, it was it was almost like we went back to like, you know, preschool, Uh, tantrum. Mm -hmm. It was very interesting. Yeah. And I, you know, the old me, you know, would have been like, forget it. I'm sending you to school because that's what I've done. And, you know, don't, you know, I want everyone to know that I, for the past, what, 18, 19 years that I've homeschooled every year has been a stress and it's been challenging. And I've second guessed myself at all of it, like all of it. And and I've got to the, you know, some days it's like, if I took a shower, it was a good day. <laughs> um, you know what I mean? So it, it's, you know, and you think, oh my gosh, I'm ruining my kids. And you're, you compare them with everyone else that goes to school. They don't know the same things. And, you know, I, I, we have to, we, we have to think, okay, what are the, what are the reasons why I want to homeschool? What is the actual reason? Because a lot of times we do things and we don't sit back and know what the purpose is, what the reason that we have or our husband, and we can have this conversation together. Um, and I think that's really important because some, a lot of times we just go with, you know, we just kind of play, but, you know, we, we do things all day long and we don't really know the reason why we're doing them. And so that's really important. And everyone might have a different reason. Um, but over the years of doing it, like I said, my kids are older now. So I have older kids now. I can look like once Gabriella graduated high school um, and she got into college, I'm like, I can't believe she got into college. Like <laughs> that, that to me was like the most amazing news ever because it was like, wow, you did it. Sure. Like I, yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like I, I didn't fail. I didn't fail her. Right. And, and but that took a, like 12 years of school for her. So that when I say patient, it's really important because we're like I said earlier, yes, school is important. Yes, the books and math and history and science, all of that is so important. And I'm not saying anything negative about that. But their character is more important. I'm just going to be honest. Who they are, who they become in life yeah. is yep. actually more important. And I think that for me was the reason. And I, and I think that's important. So I said, okay, if I, if that's the case and we're having a really bad day because we all do, all the kids have bad days, you know, when they act up like they did this morning, like my daughter, Laura, it was because she didn't know the material and she was embarrassed. Like she should have known it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And maybe I said something that was like, I can't believe you don't know this. How do you not know this by now? Mm. And so we have to understand why the kids act a certain way. And so that again, takes experience and it takes going through these trials and and these errors and and fixing the problem. But I've, I've learned my lesson over and over again, but I still second guess myself. Maybe she'd be better off in school learning from a teacher Maybe she'd be better off somewhere else. But she did come up to me just before this podcast and she come up and she sat down with her book. She's like, would you like me to read my story to you? (laughs) You know what I mean? And she's like, mom, I'm sorry. And I'm like, oh, that's it. Like, that's what I want. I want her to reflect on something Mm -hmm. to come to me and say, I messed up. I'm sorry. I love it. And I thought, all right, you know, so we have to know the reason why we want to homeschool. And I'm, you know, 
I want everyone to know people think I have it all together and I don't. <laughs> and I think that's really important to, to, for, for everyone to listen and, and know is that I'm also trying to figure it out. And that's why we're on this podcast talking and encouraging other people. We'll have really hard times. We'll have really bad days. And I've had them. But then the next day will be amazing and, and we'll learn something as a family. And we'll, you know, we just came back from Italy and we learned so much there that, you know, it was incredible. Um, you know what I mean? So we have different experiences that we we couldn't have had if we sent them to school. So I'm really thankful that I, I so if anyone's out there listening and you're like, you know, you're not sure, maybe I'm messing this up. Maybe I'm not doing a good job. I promise you do the best you can with what you know and keep going because in the end, it's so worth it. And yeah. talk to the kids, right? Yeah, because I, I will ask my older kids, tell me how I messed up. Mm, what what I could it. I have done better? Yeah. You know, and we learn great. from them. So. Yeah. I like that point. Like ask them, you know, what you could have done better. I want to, I want to ask you though, too, for the people that are on the fence and they're just kind of like, I don't know if I can do it, but I kind of feel like my child probably needs to be homeschooled or in um, some kind of other form of schooling. Mm -hmm. um, what suggestions do you have for them when they're sitting on the fence? Yeah, I, th there are a lot of options now, more so than ever. And, and I think that's important. You know, for instance, English. English is a hard subject to teach your children, especially if they're writing, because, oh. you know, mom mm -hmm. is like, oh, mom doesn't like my paper. No, because the sentence is wrong. <laughs> you right. know what I mean? There's yeah. a lot of emotion there. And, and that's challenging. And so we've had in the past hired a teacher to come in and teach just English. Where now there's so many amazing, you know, we use a lot of homeschool connections. It's, it's a, you know, it's on online. Some of them are live classes. Some of them are recorded classes that they'll learn from because, you know, it is true. Like a lot of times the kids do need an outsider to teach them certain things. And I was against that for a long time and I resisted it because I'm, like, oh, I'm going to do it all. Um, and, and it's kind of a pride thing, you know? Yeah. And at one point I'm like, but why, why can't I just have someone else? Why can't I have someone else come in? And once I started doing that, it was so relieved. I was so relieved because my kid was happy. I was happy and they did a great job. And, and I thought, huh, this is amazing. Uh, so, you know, it, it's again, it's kind of like the reflection, you know, take some time, reflect on what's not going right. What part of your day is, is in complete chaos and, you know, figure out what it is, what, what's not going right, what's going well because there is a lot of things going right. Maybe it's a subject that you're really helping with the kids or, you know, who knows what it is, whatever it is, have a list, what's going right, what's going wrong and how to fix it. Maybe it's like an outsider. Like I said, maybe it's, it's an online class. Maybe it's your husband. Maybe he loves history and he wants it and mm. he wants to do a history yeah. class. You know, there's so many options and we always think that we have to do it all, but we, if we have to think outside the box sometimes and say, who can help us? If I can't do it all, who can help us? You know, if you have to get a cleaning lady to come in, I get a cleaning lady to come in. I, we, we've, we've had that. We've even tried having meal, um, uh, some oh, guy yeah. cooked for us, yeah. you know, it, it, it was just like little things, you know, parts of your life, especially as a mom, you know, if you have a baby, you're pregnant, you're, you know, all these parts of your life can be really challenging, but a lot of them are just temporary, you right. know, yep. the kids grow up and there's no more crying. Like, you know, we used to have one of our kids, she was so into like, just being like <laughs> the main, uh, the main person in the room that she oh. would literally sit on the table on oh. top of the kid's work and like oh. scream. Oh, <laughs> like all right. To get the so attention, I look back right? At some yeah. of the older books, I'll see yeah. like crazy markings, and I'm like, oh, that was oh. Veronica when she, oh my you know, gosh, during That's her so tantrum funny. years. Oh my gosh. That's so funny. Yeah. I wanted to ask you, because I don't even think I started with this, but what even made you homeschool to begin with? Did you start homeschooling from the very beginning with your oldest? 
We did. I, okay. you know, I have to tell you though, at first I was super against it. My husband and I, my sister did it. She's a couple of years older. She has her, her daughter's just a few years older than mine. And I'm like, that's crazy. You know? And I just like, like just strange people homeschool. You yeah. know what I mean? Like yeah. I, I said it all. And she's like, listen, just come, you know, we have a, a weekly activity. Just come, just visit, just see the people, meet them. I'm like, ah, so I was very hesitant and I thought it was weird. And so I went and I'm sitting there and all these ladies are coming to talk to me. And I'm like, oh, they're so normal. Like what? Yeah. <laughs> like, this I love is it. not what like, I had in mind weird. at all. Yeah. And their kids were nice and they would come up and talk to me. I'm like, huh, that's interesting. And then one, you know, the older kid would help the little kids. I'm like, what is going on? Like what? And I'm like, I kind of want this. And so slowly by slowly, I, we had to talk my husband's family into it because they they were so against it, you know, very Italian and you have to do like everyone else does. And, you know, and so I was like the black sheep in the family that, you know, is the Irish person. You were like the weirdo. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So I had like, I had home births. I had homeschooling. I mean, everything was it's like you're the granola. Exactly. Lady. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they slowly, slowly, and I'm talking over slowly, 15 years got slowly. used to it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so now they're very proud of me. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. It only took that long. It goes it back does. to that whole patience, right? Like patience. Just, and and a, you have to have your patience. reason. Why yeah. do you want to homeschool? Find well, other yeah. reason and yeah. write it down so you can see it with your eyes. It's not just, you know, so when someone asks you, it's not like, oh, I don't know. I don't know why I do this. Like, you know, have your reason. Yeah. Know it. And so when someone asks you, you are confident in your reasoning because it's really important for us to be confident yeah. in why we do things. Right. Totally. Well, and it, it, it took me back to your comment before when you were talking about moving to Florida and like how you're listening to your husband and not your extended family. Mm-hmm. And now that I understand how involved yes. they were, <laughs> oh, that like, like when you were saying like, well, we had to get our, his parents on board. I'm thinking, yeah. well, yeah. that's interesting. Uh, yeah. Because so I can see how that, that would have actually been a, a big, a bigger challenge for you because to move because right. how involved it sounds like everybody is yes. in each other's lives and stuff like that. Cause normally for most people, they're not really having to, talk to the parents or something. Right. Um, mm-hmm. So um, uh, yeah, so I can see. And then you had to take that leap of faith that you were doing the right thing, even though you have his parents not that happy about mm-hmm. it and that it took such a long time. So it, yeah, wow. So, it, was, it was devastating. And I think that's yeah. important because a lot of times we don't realize, you know, it's different now than it used to be, right? Of course. Yeah. I, I mean, yes. years ago, you just lived in the town that you grew up and, you know, you, you worked locally and, mm-hmm. and now everyone is going all over the place. Sure. And and it's kind of sad at the same time yeah. we have more opportunity. So I'm mm-hmm. not sure how I feel about it. But, yeah. you know, as we moved, like my mom moved, like they were devastated. It was like we took their life away from them. Um, I mean, I'm and I sure. understand you have to, there, you have to look at both sides. We did. We, you know, we took the grandkids literally away yes. from them and yeah. moved far away. And so we do have to look at the other side and our decisions in life do affect everyone in our life. Yeah. You know, we forget yep. that too. Um, yeah. So to be patient with them as well. And it took mm. them some years. They're still, you know, my mom moved down, but my mother-in-law still, you know, misses us and, Aww. you know, wishes yeah. us, you know, you know what I mean? Yes. And so I think that's something to remember is that when we do say yes to this major decision mm-hmm. that we make, we do have to have consideration for people and we do yeah. have to have patience for them and understanding and all of that fun stuff because otherwise, you know, we look, or maybe we are in a, in a sense selfish, you know, we're doing what's yeah. best just for me. Right. You know, it doesn't right. matter what you think, you know? Yeah. So it's definitely a conversation and, and it's an ongoing conversation mm. because, you know, like I said, all my kids are affected too. And, sure. and I think that's important too. Yeah. 
Well, let's jump into marriage um, with you being a marriage coach. Um, and now that I know that your husband's a life coach, but mm-hmm. let's talk about, um, especially because I liked your comment that you didn't always have the best communication. Mm-hmm. And then, but then you, you made another comment that, you know, you're trying to put each other first, right? And a lot of people don't do that. Um, so I would love for you to talk about marriage and advice that you would give couples, especially if they're feeling like they're drifting apart from each other, they're not mm-hmm. connecting. And then, you know, especially coming out of a pandemic, you know, some people might have brought them closer. Other people, it might have just been like, this is way too much, like sure. to be together and doing everything, life, all of this on top of each other. Um, and then you come out of this and and it may look different than what it did before the pandemic. Um, so and then, you know, life takes over and the mm-hmm. kids, um, they start getting busier with all their activities. And you look up and you kind of go, what happened to our relationship? Yeah. So um, what is your thoughts and advice on on those topics when people come to you with these issues? Yeah, no, I, it's very common. And, you know, you hear the phrase, oh, we just drifted apart. And you hear that a lot. And maybe we feel that a lot. But that we don't just drift apart. We allow it to happen. And I, and I think that's important. And for, for our marriage, my husband, Gino, and myself, like I said, we really connected not too long ago. We've been married for 24 years. We just had our anniversary. It's a long time. And for me to say that, it, you know, it, it's so interesting because we had a good marriage. We, we were very kind to each other. We, you know, nice. We had laughs. We had all that stuff. But that communication wasn't there. And it makes you feel very lonely. And yeah. it's interesting. We were around each other a lot, but you still feel lonely. And it's like, what is this? And it was through the life coaching that I realized that our communication stunk. I mean, it really did. You know, I was, I, I was aware of him, but I didn't know how to express certain things. Mm. And so, like I said, the listening, like, you yeah. know, he would talk, I would be like, oh yeah, whatever, that's fine. You know, so through that, the, just the communication of, of actually paying attention to the person, like actually listening to, did you ever listen to a person for the first time? You know, I think that's crazy, but actually watch their mannerisms, watch their reactions. You know, you can actually see when a person comes in the room, what kind of mood they're in. You can see so much about before they even talk. Right. And I think that couples like married couples forget to do that. Like we're so busy with life that we forget about each other. And so therefore we, we're slowly moving apart and we, and we, we separate and we don't know each other anymore, but it's never, ever too late. And I think that's important. Because you have to be like a a relationship, especially especially in marriage, it really takes so much effort. And I don't mean like effort once in a while on an anniversary. I'm talking like every day, every Mm -hmm. moment you wake up, you get to decide how your day is going to go with your husband. And if he's sitting next to you in bed, you can either get up and go get ready or you can say, hey, good morning. You know what I mean? Like that is an effort. And we forget that we're so busy taking care of kids, taking care of ourselves that we put them like last sometimes, yeah, right. you know, and yep. we don't notice it. Or maybe there's a little bit of, of um, resentment. Maybe they're not putting us first, so I'm not going to do right. it either. And then it just keeps getting worse. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And so when I say put them first, just try it. Like everyone just try it. Try it for like a week. Like let them, hey, what do you want to do today? You know, you, you know what I mean? Just random things during the day. You know, when you walk by them, even if you just like pat their back, just that little gesture. Like we forget the little things like that. And those little things really do make a difference. Like I, I can't even tell you what, like a little text if he's, if, you know, my husband's home a lot, but he's been, he's been away at the office a couple of nights. He hired a, com- a couple of people. So he hasn't been here. Yeah. And I'm like, wait a second, where's, where's dad? You know, like, right. like why isn't dad home? 
And so I'm like realizing, so I just will send him a text every once in a while. Hey, just thinking of you, you know, like random things. And those things are the things that keep us together and keep us close and keep us like, you know, know each other because we do, we we lose it by the littlest of things slowly over time. It just happens. And all of a sudden you're like, oh my gosh, I don't even know you. Relearn your spouse, relearn because we're always changing, right? We, we we talked so much about how we've changed from by the time we were married and had kids till now, they've changed too. And so our relationship also is changing and it's up to us to put the effort in every moment we see them to do something. And that's something kind, you know what I mean? Like my husband would drive me crazy about certain things and I would sit there and I'm like, hmm. I'm like, can I make you some tea? He's like, oh, okay. <laughs> you know That's what I mean? so like, funny. I we get it. to do that if we want to. Yeah. So I we, like that. So he might've been driving you crazy actually, but then you're like, oh, can I make you some tea? Yes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know, I, some people are like, well, why would you do that? Well, why wouldn't I do it? You know yeah. what I mean? Like why, why wouldn't I want my relationship to be better? And if I'm putting my husband first, even if he doesn't figure it out, like to put me first yet, he will. At some point he will. Because we're not, we don't <laughs> yeah. want them to force to, you know, right. the force love is not that's real not love. No, no, so that's no. important to remember. But if you're constantly putting the other person first, they're going to figure it out. And they're going to be like, oh my gosh, I love this. You know, what can yeah. I do? You know yeah. what I mean? Right. I, so that that's is the point. so amazing. And, and, I, and I, I have to tell you that, uh, you know, I, I, that's what I've noticed more about our relationship now. It's like, there's no competition. It's not like, you know, you know, when you're, you're, you're in, you're working with someone, you're a partner with them, you're working together. It's not a competition. And I think that's important is that a lot of parents are in competition mm. with each other. Mm, yeah. And they're, and it, it, it was like resentment there. There's a little anger, you know, there's all that stuff going on. Just work as a team. If he's better, you know, making, you know, taking, giving the kids a bath, just say, you know, I I really noticed how amazing you are with the kids. I just wanted to tell you that Mm. those little things. Yeah. I mean, men are so simple. They really are. Yeah. (laughs) You know, we complicate everything. Yeah. Women are the complicated ones. Yes. Yes. Uh (laughs) They just need a, they need encouragement. Yeah. They need to know that you notice them. You know, even if your, your husband is doing something, you know, maybe he, I don't know. Maybe he loaded the dishwasher, like the littlest of things. I just want to, you know, I just want to let you know, I appreciate that. I saw that. That meant, that meant a lot to me. Something so simple. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like if we just simplify our marriage. Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing. I am so excited to tell you that if you've been sitting on the fence with life coaching, imagine this, you and I working together one-on-one for free. If you are a mom in their late thirties or forties, finally finding yourself, having the time to think about yourself, then make sure to grab a free mini coaching session with me. If you feel like you're stuck and you are ready for your forties to be amazing, if that be losing your baby weight, changing jobs, maybe starting a business, working out again, or possibly just building habits that you can feel good about and stick to, then this coaching session is for you. Maybe you're finding yourself spending so much energy thinking, what is next in my life? I have the husband, I have the kids, I have the house but I still want more Then this call is for you. Maybe you feel like you're too old and you want to try something different, but you're so scared and you don't know how to take those first steps. This session is for you. And even better, I'm going to give you tactical steps that you can start implementing the moment we get off our Zoom call. So if you're interested in more details, you can DM me at mominspiredliving. Or if you know this is something that you've been wanting, just go ahead and grab a spot at mominspiredshow.com. 
mamasmarketingmama.com forward slash coaching. And if you don't see a date or time that works for you, DM me at mom inspired living or email me at amber at mom show.com. I can't wait to chat with you guys. Now let's get back into the show. I wanted to ask you when, before it started getting better with communication. So, you know, for the, for those of us that are like listening and they're kind of like, okay, but we are not at that point yet. Yeah. Right. And they're still like keeping score. They're kind of like, okay, that's five points mm-hmm. for me, right. putting you first. And yes, so uh-huh. I haven't figured it out. Right. Um, and, and they're trying to communicate, getting them on board. What, what suggestions or advice and tips do you have for them when they're kind of feeling they're still maybe in that resentment phase sure. and, and they're, it's a little bit like, this isn't quite natural to be mm-hmm. putting them first and to doing all those nice things that you're saying, even mm-hmm. though they're simple. Sure. How do you get past that point? Like, and, and I guess, you know, without diving yeah. into a whole coaching session. Yeah, no, I, I know. So that's great. And this is not just our husbands. This is everyone, everyone that we, yeah. we have relationships right. with, because we do have a little bit of resentment. It's like, I don't want to, I don't want to go out of my way for that person, you know, but especially with our husbands, we have to, my gosh, we have to say, okay, what do I want in my marriage? Like, what do I really want? Like, am I happy? Am I satisfied? Do I like this resentment? Do I want to hold on to it? Like, is it, what is it doing for me? Like, how is it making me happy? And this is all like journaling. Like if you, if anyone out there likes to journal, please do this. Like ask yourself the question of what do I want to see in my marriage? Like, what do I love about it? Because that's what we forget sometimes is what we love about it. And what do I want to change? Don't say what I hate, but what do I want to change yeah. about about it? Yeah. And if it is that resentment that we hold, you know, forgiveness is an ongoing issue. It's an ongoing. It's not a one-time event where I'm like, I'm just going to forgive my husband for, you know, whatever, and I'm going to move on. It's it's ongoing. You do still have feelings. And later on, there's some things come up. It's like, oh, I got to, it's just like a, forgiveness is just like a layer by layer over time. And so that resentment too, it's like when we feel resentment, we got to say, why am I feeling this? What about it? Mm. What about what, what, what is that feeling? Where's that coming from? What thoughts am I having when I'm feeling this resentment and write them, write the thoughts down because when they, you, you know, this, when, when they're in our head and we write them down on paper, now we could see them Yes. and now we yep. could do something about them. Right. It's like, okay, now what do I want to do with this? Yeah. Because too many of the times is we think about something and we just think about it over and over again. We can't sleep at night. We're up, you know what I mean? And, and it's just, it takes over our life. Yeah, exactly. But if you could pinpoint what it is that you have resentment about and maybe even talk to your husband about it because yeah. he might, he might not know. Right. <laughs> this Most is likely he doesn't. Thing. Yeah. Usually we have thoughts and feelings and, and emotions and, and our husbands really, really truly don't know. And we get yeah. angry. Like, how dare you not know this? Well, because we never actually communicated them to him. Right. We never yeah. actually told him this bothers me. It yes. bothers me when you do this. It bothers me when you say this, or if you're around somebody and you, you know, you say something, it kind of embarrasses me. They don't know that. And so when the communication part is so important because we have to figure out first before we before we say anything, we have to figure out, we kind of have to get clarity on what we're trying to talk about. Because a lot of times I feel like we 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 just talk <laughs> and we just yeah. like, and they're looking at us like, oh, okay, okay. <laughs> and they have right. no idea what we're talking about. Yeah. So get clarity on what's bothering you, what you want to talk about, what issues you have, how you want your marriage to be better. Write it down. Think about it. Maybe write other ideas. Instead of doing this, I could do this. Instead of maybe I'll ask my husband if he doesn't mind stopping doing this or saying this. So come up with a plan and then present it. Say, I was thinking about this. What do you think? And, you know, say it clearly 
you know, very clearly so that, you know, you can even at the end say, do you understand what I mean? And maybe have him repeat what you mean, because a lot of times, like I said, you know, we're very different and we understand things different and make sure he understands. And, and so our reaction when we talk to our husbands is really important because we want them to come to us. And this goes with the kids too. We want them to come to us and, t- and tell us these things. But if we're going to overreact and we're going to make a big deal about everything, mm-hmm. they slowly will stop telling us. Yeah. Things. Yeah. And then we get mad. How, why didn't you tell me? Well, because yeah. of your reaction. Right. <laughs> you right. know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. So exactly. what do we want? How do I want our communication? And if that's the case, we have to pay attention. We have to have an awareness of how we react. So if we can go back to like conversations that we've had, you know, in the past few days and say, okay, well, my husband said that. How did I react? What were my facial mm-hmm. expressions? Mm-hmm. What were my mannerisms? How did my, did I sigh? You know what I mean? All those things. We can get in control of all of that so that now we can be, he can be free to talk to us because, you know, that's what I hear a lot of from women is that, oh, my husband doesn't tell me and he doesn't talk to me anymore. Well, why not? Do you think it has something to do with how you react to him? And they've never thought about that before. Mm. And let me just tell you, it's so, it's never, ever, ever too late because I've said to my husband before is, listen, I know I overreact about this subject. I'm really trying not to. I just want you to know. So that communication, it should be open. That's such Um, a good point. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. We forget it's not too late. If you have, you know, one, if there's one subject that you constantly have an argument about, Mm. write down your side on the paper. Yeah. Seriously. And write it down and look at it and reread it and say, okay, is is this being, am I being reasonable? Is this, you know what I mean? Right. And what's his side? Write it down. You might not even know his side because you Mm. just don't pay attention. You know what I mean? Right. (laughs) So when we talk about communication, it's the awareness of ourselves. It's awareness of the other person trying to tell you something. You know, is my husband nervous when he's telling me something? Because if he's nervous, that's a problem. Yeah. You know what I mean? Is is right. he trying to like, you know, talk around something? All mm. of these things are awareness of sure. what's going on in the conversation and then our reaction and the way we listen. You know, do we interrupt? Do you mm. know what I mean? All yeah. of that stuff. And, you know, we've had podcasts on just this conversation. <laughs> so oh, for sure. Like, yeah. You, you know, can talk you know, yeah, exactly about it. But So there's so much, but we have to know what kind of marriage we want. What are we looking for and how it needs to change? I love it. And what yeah. we're going to do about it and come up with a plan. Yeah. That's Here's so good. what I'm going to do, you know? Yeah. Well, so Julia, we're at the end of the show, but is there anything that you wanted to add that kind of stood out to you that you're like, yeah, we didn't circle back to that, that we could probably talk about in a few minutes? <laughs> oh my gosh. You, you are so amazing that you have this podcast because I think so many of us women, we, we feel like it's just us. It feels yeah. like we're the only one with this issue or whatever, whatever it is that's going on in our, in our life. And I am comfortable talking about it with somebody else because, you know, you know, maybe it means that I failed in this, in this subject or in this, you know, situation, but no, I mean, we're all in this together. And I think yeah. that's really important. Um, and it's important not to compare yourself with other people. Um, you know, like I said earlier, a lot of people, because I'm very calm nature, like when you see me out, I'm not, not frantic, you know what I mean? So yeah. people would be like, oh, you have it all together. Yeah. And, you know, like my brother-in-law, you know, who has known me forever, he's like, I didn't realize that you had such a hard, you know, the, 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 you were, it was so difficult with the kids all these years. I have no, I had no idea until like last year, mm. the conversation that we had. And that's like, that's my point. It's like other people struggle too. Like yeah, everyone You just does. don't see it sometimes. You don't yeah. see it. Mm-hmm. But it's really interesting is that we can, like who our mentors are, who are we talking mm. to? Who are we listening to? Yeah. You know, a lot of times we go to the person that we're used to, you know, and they have a terrible relationship with their husband. 
Oh, it's like, oh, yeah. I'm, and I'm going to go and talk about my husband with that person. Well, yeah. I mean, that's something to think about because, you know, that's what in one of our kids' books, we have a mentor moose in, in the gelato blast. And yeah. it's like, who are you, who are you talking with? Who are you mm. listening to? Who are you getting advice from? Yeah. It's a really important question asked for yourself, for your marriage, for your husband, um, and for your kids. Like, who are your friends? Who do you invite over to your home? You don't like how they are, you know, there's something about them, but yet you're inviting them over into your home and you, you're, you know, your, your values are so different than theirs. Like you're teaching your kids that directly. Yes. I like that. Yeah. You know, we forget, yeah, we forget that who we surround ourselves with, you know, makes, makes us pretty much, you know? And so our kids are learning from us. They're learning from our marriage. They're learning from, from how we are as a woman, how we are as a wife, as a mother, and so that's why like life coaching is really important because we're trying to figure out, okay, let me try to work on myself so that mm-hmm. therefore everyone that I talk with and interact with will we'll get something positive. We'll get something good. I love it. Yes. Yeah. Well, Julia, where can people find you? And I also will put all the stuff in the show notes. Yeah. If you go to Julia and Gino.com, we have the books there, the two kids books. We also have a personal finance academy. My husband and I have a podcast. He talks, like I said, we, we've had we've had even Gary Chapman on, Dr. Gary Chapman, the Five Love Languages. Oh, cool! Yeah, and really great, great people. With you know, we talk about from marriage, we talk about life coaching, we talk about everything you can imagine, um, to real estate, and um, it's super fun. And it's just you know how basically the the you know the life of a family and and the world of business how it comes together. And it's similar and it's just, it's, I have to say that's actually one of the things that really helped our marriage because we've talked about things that we don't normally talk about. So we yeah. talk about it on the podcast yes. and so our communication has really, you know, it's Changed. really benefited from right. it. Yeah. Yeah. I um, love it. But it's really who you listen to, who you're listening to mm-hmm. and what you're doing. Um, you know, like I said earlier, we're all trying to figure it out together. You're doing the best you can with the knowledge you have right now. You know, we look at our, our, our later self in life. We're going to have so many situations that we, you know, at this moment have not gone through. And so it's important to be patient with yourself and just to allow life to happen. And you are learning so much as you go and just keep it up. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. It was so great having you on the show today, Julia. No, this has been wonderful. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to today's episode. To learn more on how to work with me, go to mominspiredshow.com forward slash coaching. See you there.